Hello, and welcome back to the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, he's gone to find the breastplate stretcher. It's Scotty Westside. Hey, buddy. Up, uh, yeah, I've been having a real tough time finding it. I, I'm starting to believe it doesn't actually exist. Is that <laughs> is like like crazy conspiracy theory territory? Yeah, we're tor- we're torturing the poor boy. The poor boy being <laughs> torturing you. the poor boy. You got to say it right. Boy. The poor boy. <laughs> Uh, how are you doing this week, pal? Dude, I'm good, man. Yeah. Um, had a had a killer weekend. Sick. Did a lot. Um, yeah. You're in a new yeah, place. Dude. Your background is just all different, and it's throwing me off. I'm just sitting in the in the kitchen <laughs> instead of uh, instead of my little I just office area. Moved rooms. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Needed to change your scenery. Yeah, hey, no, it's listen, uh, it's actually you. been uh, a, a very eventful week. It's been good. Yeah, uh, a little tired, a little tired, definitely. But uh, it's it's been fun. Right. How about you? Uh, I I'm I'm doing okay. The the pollen here is absolutely horrendous right now. So my allergies yeah. have been kind of bothering me the last few days. So if my eyes look particularly red or watery, I swear I'm not high. Uh, I swear it's just allergies. Uh, <laughs> Do people even still say reefer? Probably not. You really, probably you not. really dated yourself there, Grandpa. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a solid week. You know, I can't complain. We get to talk about Game of Thrones, and that always makes me happy. So hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, hell man. Yeah, From six dude. to midnight, always <laughs> just takes you immediately. <laughs> like I don't go full hard. Just just a little chub <laughs> when I get to talk about Game of Thrones. Well, especially when we've got um, you know, Bobby B quotes. Oh my god, and things. Um, that's a that's a six to midnight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bobby B takes me six to midnight for sure, for yeah, sure, for sure. I'm glad to hear. It. Well, we are back. Yes, we are. And we're talking Game of Thrones episode five, the Wolf and the Lion, and it's a uh, it's a good one. This episode kind of pops off, like, dude. I yeah. am. After rewatching it, I was surprised it. Looking back at my notes, like how much, how many thoughts, and how much I feel like I have to say about this episode, it's it's a banger. Well, good because uh, I have notes, but I'm going a little more off the cuff than normal here. Okay. Uh, it's just it's just a good episode, and I feel like if I wrote out every single thing that was good, we would just sit around and gush for probably two hours. True. So I just, I kind of went a little easy on the notes. Obviously, we're still going to do our normal recap, but um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just looking for some good conversation, for sure. good discussion here. Well, so. we got a lot to get to, so why don't we get to it? Uh, we'll, we'll yeah, s- why don't you tell us what happens yeah. in The Wolf and the Lion? Well, let's do it. Uh, we begin, of course, at King's Landing, where Ned and Sir Barristan discuss Sir Hugh's death. And they reminisce about uh, the old days, the war, and being great swordsmen. They both have great respect for each other. Bobby B, our boy Bobby B, wants to suit up and joust, but is too fat for his armor. And he goes on a legendary 
hot streak of amazing lines that has pretty much never been matched before or since uh, in any show ever. Uh, the Knight of Flowers, Sir Loras Tyrell, defeats the Mountain in the Joust. The Mountain, you know, very graceful loser, very graceful, uh, just decapitates the hell out of his horse, and then he tries to do the same to Sir Loras, but he is stopped by his brother, the Hound. Cat, uh, we cut to Cat. She said she was taking Tyrion to Winterfell, but actually, she is taking him to the Vale where her sister it is. It was a ruse. <laughs> she is taking him into the Vale where her sister is instead. It was a ruse. Oh, you wrote that in there? I did write it in there. You know, anyone who's listened to Harry Potter knows I have to write my own jokes in here. I will forget them. Tyrion uh, yeah. proclaims his innocence and asks them, what kind of a fool would arm an assassin with his own blade? Solid argument. Uh, they are attacked by the hill tribes, and Bronn is a badass. Also, Tyrion saves Cat, and he kills a dude with a damn shield, and it's pretty cool. He kills him like 12 times he over. He super kills him. Shield. It's not just death. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a super death. Uh, at Winterfell... Bran is getting some lessons from Maester Lewin, and we get some good world building. Theon, uh, there's a quick scene of Theon being an asshole to his uh, quote-unquote lady of the night. That's whore, put politely. (laughs) At King's Landing, Varys tells Ned that the king is a fool and doomed unless Ned can save him. He tells Ned that Jon Arryn was indeed poisoned. Ned wants to know why now, and Varys says because he started asking questions. Arya, our girl Arya, chases a cat into the dungeons, and she overhears Varys and our dude Illyrio, who we have not seen since the first, no, first episode. Second episode. Maybe the second. uh, Talking about how the wolf and the lion will soon be at war. Illyrio says they need more time. Because Khal Drogo won't move until his son is born. And we pick up back in King's Landing, where Littlefinger and Varys trade barbs and have a who has a better spies argument. Lots of dick measuring here. For somebody who has no dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Varys has no dick. And for somebody who's named Littlefinger. True. I mean, true. Jeez. They're in a big dick measuring. What? They're in a big dick measuring contest. Oh my god, yeah, dude. It's it's like, dude, yeah, but I have an extra centimeter. Like, it's, it's an inch and a centimeter. Yeah. You know, whatever. Uh. Um, our dude Yorin from the Night's Watch has made it to King's Landing to tell Ned about Kat taking Tyrion. Arya worries for her father's safety, and Bobby B is furious at the news from Jorah that Danny is pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> he wants her the child and Viserys dead. Uh, well, most people want Viserys dead. So true. Good. Big true. Good, good on yeah. you. Uh, Ned is fully against it, and they argue until Ned ends up resigning his post as Hand of the King. Uh-oh. Ned is going to leave immediately, but Littlefinger talks him into going and seeing the last person that Jon Arryn talked to before he died, a whore with one of Robert's bastards. Kat's group arrives at the Eyrie, and her sister is... Straight up fucking crazy, and her son is also straight up crazy and a bitch boy. True. Uh, they throw Tyrion into the cells with his new best friend, Mord. Gotta love Mord. 
Lord Renly and Sir Loras have a sexy shaving scheme. <laughs> I haven't read this. <laughs> it's just a sexy shaving and scheming scene. Yeah, I love the yeah, alliteration that's there. That's good. That's good. That's good, Scott. Yeah, Scott wrote. <laughs> Scott wrote this recap for me, and I haven't read it until now. Um, You're not supposed to let people behind the curtain scene. like that. I know, there's some inside baseball yeah, yeah, for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cersei and Bobby B have a chat about the sad state of the realm and their marriage. Uh, Ned is ambushed by Jamie and his soldiers as he comes out of the brothel. He's furious that Kat took his brother and intends to take Ned. Big fight, actually. Jamie kills the shit out of Jory um, and fights Ned for a bit before Ned gets a spear through the back of the knee. Hey, yikers! Yeah, Jamie leaves him lying in the street saying he wants his brother back. Which, I have to say, this isn't part of the recap, is very interesting because I thought he was going to take Ned. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was the whole point of all. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, listen, his plans changed when um, his, you know, his noble and honorable duel with Ned got interrupted. But we'll probably we'll probably go more into that later. I do yeah. have some yeah. some things to say about that. Unless you want to start yeah. there. Unless you want to start at the end. I mean, hey, look, we can. Yeah, we can go uh, from there and work inward. We can. Sure. Why don't we just do it? Um this is yeah that's a hell of that's a, scene. a hell of a scene um i love jamie specifically in this scene because he is just he so well pulls off being just this smarmy sarcastic asshole but at the same time you can tell he's just kind of holding back rage like he yeah. is pissed and he's kind of like covering it up with his you know sarcastic quips but he is like furious because if there's one thing to be said about Jamie is he definitely cares about Tyrion. He cares about his brother. He's probably the only one in oh, the yeah. world that does. Uh, but uh, he definitely cares about Tyrion. And I just thought uh, Nikolai Kosterwaldo's performance in the scene was fantastic. Yeah, um, it's also really it's cool because like we've we've gotten such buildup about Jamie being this like phenomenal swordsman mm -hmm. and uh it's cool to see it kind of play out um you know and it's interesting too because you know i'm gonna be that guy and i am gonna compare it to the books a little bit sure um i feel like the show gives ned a little bit more credit definitely than, than it's probably worth uh not to say that he gets like completely fucked up in the book but like it, He's definitely he's definitely fighting out of his league. To, to my recollection, I don't know if him and Jamie ever actually cross swords. It's kind of more just Ned is like a part of this big melee with the Lannister guardsmen, and then he gets stabbed. But I could be misremembering it. Maybe you 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 could be right. I just I just know that like. In the books, there's never actually like legitimate conversation about is Ned can Ned even hold his own against right. Jamie? Like it's just it's not even a question. Right, for sure. I I do appreciate like structurally like how they framed the episode where we start it with Sir Barristan and Ned talking, where you know Ned is basically like, hey, I'm glad we never actually you know met on the field and right. fought, or I would be dead because you're a goddamn legend. 
And Sir Barristan, you know, gives Ned his props. He's like, I saw you cut down a dozen great knights. You know, listen, you, you don't put yourself down. And then that, you know, at the end of the episode, we see that come to fruition where basically he is holding his own, you know, against Jamie Lannister. And I think it's it's a cool touch in that you can see it on Jamie's face as the fight progresses. It's like he's surprised at how well Ned is doing against him. Right. Because right, right, right. he just Jory is like the captain of Ned's household guard. So in theory, one of the better swordsmen that right. Ned and has. Jory looked like a child. He got absolutely to, destroyed. Trying to step to yeah. Jamie. Jamie worked him instantly. Yeah. And so kind of I love seeing that almost surprise in his Jamie's face. Uh, when he's fighting Ned of like, oh shit, this old man, <laughs> old man still got it. He can still fight. And I think that is what makes him extra angry at his, his guardsman man, because yeah. it like actually was a challenge. And that was probably, you know, maybe a little exciting for him to have a challenge like that. Right. So right, 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 sure. that's why it being interrupted right as he was getting into this good part of this fight, he's even extra, you know, pissed off about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, great scene. Um, I feel like the past several episodes I have made comment of like how I usually will say like, hey, get to episode five. You do love talking about off. this. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, but hey, we're, I have to bring it up because we're here now. This is, this is where it's like, okay, like th I feel like this is like the first legitimate like fight we see. Right? I mean... You could be right, yeah. I mean... I mean, like, there's, like, the Dothraki, like, marriage thing. Like, the, the people that fight. But, like... Yeah. This is the first fight with, like, stakes. Like, yeah. Um, and it definitely... And it's, like, it's with characters that, like, you are attached right. to. Like, Ned. And even Jamie. Even though, like, obviously people... At, I feel like at this point probably hate Jamie. Sure. But there, there is an, an emotional attachment to his character because you despise him. Right. right? Um, like it's, it's something that, that definitely is more than just two fucking cannon fodder people just for, ripping each other. For apart. sure. And, and not only that is like, it's, we have been building this entire season. Like there has been this shadowy, like, uh, kind of backstage battle between the Lannisters and the Starks. Right. And now it's just like, oh, it just kicked off for real now. Like yeah, they're this, actually this fighting down. in the streets between the Starks and the Lannisters, not just like, oh, the Lannisters are shady. We we think they might have killed Bran, this and that. Right. Um, and it's cool too because it's like it feels like okay, like like everything's off the table now. Right. Like like Ned walks out and Jory tries standing up for him, and he's like, "You're speaking to the hand of the king," and he's like, yes. "No." I love. He's not the hand of the king anymore. I love that line. Like, he's just a fucking lord from somewhere far away. That's and. I'm gonna fuck you up. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about with him being so snarky, but just like yeah. so angry at the same time, where he's like, it's so was good. the hand of the king. Now I'm not sure what he is. And he's just like, you can tell like the anger is there, but he's still he's still Jamie Lannister and he's got a quip. And it's just like yeah. when he first rides up, I also love what a small pack of wolves. And it's just like, it's so good. I love uh Nikolai in this scene. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, there there is something I feel like we need to address right out of the gate, Zach. Okay. Uh, we have been doing our counter each episode. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, uh -huh. For, you know, we pick something and we decide to count how many times 
uh, certain things happen in each episode. I feel like we should just get this out right now so we can kind of count them as we go along in the episode. Sure. Because yeah. there are so many schemes going yeah, on this in this is episode. This is the episode of, like, if, if there hasn't already been this very apparent, like, yo, this show is about political scheming. Like, it is it is kind of like a crux of the show. Mm-hmm. This is this, the episode this is the, where, like, this is the it, damn it's all coming in. And I, and I also want to point this out. In, in a lot of them that we're going to talk about, Varys is a key player. Yes. And he, he um, th- I feel like we've, we've already established that Varys is important, but he hasn't really been in the mix in things. Right. Until this episode, this is the episode where he he kind of steps to the forefront, definitely of a lot of things that are happening, and uh, it, it kind of makes you be like, "Man, there's a lot of players in this game right now." There definitely is, and we see that not only with Varys but Littlefinger as well. Uh, yeah, they are definitely stepping up to the plate and kind of inserting themselves into like this. Sorry, did you say inserting? Ins- I did. <laughs> they're dick measuring and then they're inserting. Um, <laughs> They are plotting and scheming big time. Uh, I, well, we'll save how many we have total for the end, I guess. Uh, But we will bring them up as we kind of talk about this episode. To start off, get a quick one out of the way. Uh, Right at the start of the episode, (laughs) I I don't know if you counted this one or not. But Ned schemes. He does a little reverse psychology scheme to get Bobby B not to joust. Oh my god, yeah. He, no, I didn't count that one. I should have though. He this is good by Ned because he knows his friend Robert well, and basically he knows the only way not to get him to do something is to be like, nah, nobody'll hit you, bro. No one will even yeah. fight you. Yeah. And that makes Bobby B not want to do it. Uh it's probably not true. People would have hit him. Uh, but good job on Ned. Good scheme to keep our boy Bobby B out of the joust. Dude. This is like I know you like we mentioned it in the recap, but like this this scene is so so good. It's It's, so good. It's so if there's anybody who doesn't put uh King Robert in at least top ten favorite characters Mm -hmm. of the show, like you guys need to reevaluate your fucking watch this scene again and then tell me he's not like top ten (laughs) material. I he's so funny. He's so funny, dude. And we'll get to more. He does so much more this episode. I actually transcribed this scene word for word because I had this idea that we could do like a dramatic reenactment of it. <laughs> I thought that would be fun and funny. Oh God, then no, I rethought please. it for 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 A, I feel like we have a lot to talk about already in this episode. And B, then I was like, oh, we, we're not Mark Addy. We, there's no way we'll no, be able to do no, this no, justice no. at all. Absolutely not. Uh, so I was like, I scrapped that idea. I do want to call out just a couple of the amazing lines. Uh, the big one that I feel like you and I and others in our friends group use yes. on a consistent basis oh my is God, when yes. he looks Lancel full in the face and just goes, your mother was a dumb whore with a fat ass. Did you know that? <laughs> such a t- <laughs> it's so... He's good. Such a fucking dick. <laughs> and then, I love and it. then he follows that up with, "Look at this idiot! One ball and no brains." <laughs> 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 he 
he's insulting the man. I don't know if that's even true. I can't remember anything yeah, in the why, story. Why is he saying one ball? Referencing Lancel only having one ball, but I hope it is true because that's just that's even a bigger low blow. Is if Robert knows he only has one testicle and is like <laughs> one ball and no braids is so goddamn good. Uh, yeah, and and then he's like uh Lancel stops laughing about the fat comment and he's like no you don't think the hands joke yeah, is funny you don't like the hands joke you torturing the poor boy the poor boy uh it's boy. a legendary scene i love it so much and the whole time Mark Addy is just standing there with his shirt like hanging open big old <laughs> beer gut like sweaty it's it's peak comedy in this series, if you ask me. And yeah, agreed. I love him so much. Um, but that is not all we get from uh, Mark Addy and Robert Baratheon. He really, truly does run the gambit. And I feel like this is like this is his Emmy reel, man, this episode, because the scene where he is the small, small council, council where he oh, is yeah. just furious and angry and him and Ned's kind of frustrations with each other and their fraying relationship that we've seen kind of building to this point is kind of, you know, coming to a head. Right. It's just it's just a fantastic scene. You know, Ned is sticking to his guns and just refuses. Dude, the ending line that I I thought you were a better man. Yeah, jeez fucking walks away yeah oh my lord dude it's it's so good it is so good sean bond too yeah your boy sean bond. <laughs> sean bond dude the name's sean sean bond um it's good it's good uh i poor ned is all alone the rest of the small council is just like yeah killer what what is it you know and i feel i don't know that i should say this I feel it's interesting some of the positions that they're taking, like the rest of the small council, one person in particular. Varys? Um, yeah. I like I mean it's it's obviously a cover. Right. Right. It's it it is a ruse. It's a ruse. I mean, we know, we um, see in this episode, you know, it's not stated explicitly, but with Varys and Illyrio's conversation, right. it is kind of heavily implied that Varys and Varys is working with Illyrio to right. reinstall Which the Targaryens. We need to talk about that scene, uh, but let's let, let's finish up sure. any comments or thoughts here on the small council meeting, because uh, I, I do have a couple things to say sure. about yeah. the Varys Illyrio thing. Uh, I didn't have anything else besides. Oh, good, we're done. Bobby B. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> All right, that's it for the Wolf and the Lion. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's just kind of crazy that, like, this, it's crazy to see, like, that type of hatred, I guess, run that deep. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the story of a girl. I knew you were going to do that. I fucking knew you were going to do that. Shouts to Nine Days. Great song. (laughs) Uh, I gotta do that It's like the soundtrack to my life to my life um fuck man what was i, I saying? have no oh, idea right. okay so 
so this like this whole thing is like Robert Baratheon has been king for 17 years. Mm -hmm. And he is terrified of this idea. And I actually think that it's not actually like being terrified. I think he's just it is a hatred of Targaryen. It is an obsession, yeah, he that he how much he hates the Targaryens. I think right. I think part of it is you know, we see in the scene he has with Cersei, Cersei later, which I definitely want to talk about, is he he senses and feels the fraying of the realm as well. And he, right. you know, it, I feel like it is partly fear. It is an obsession and an anger against the Targaryens, but he he does know that it's only bad if they cross, right. you know. So has there, has there, <laughs> I guess for our new people who are like who are listening to the show who are new to game of thrones mm -hmm. um has there been anything explicitly that has said why he despises the targaryens oh, because of Rhaegar. Be... well right i mean yeah well, obviously that's that's knowledge for us like we we know that but like is there anything that's like said that yet yeah i mean they've they've established it like what okay. you know where he said he tells ned like when they're first chatting on the road about it and Ned is like, tell I feel me like it's always said kind of cryptically, nah, like it's maybe said as if we're supposed to know already. Well, you know, like Ned says, like, tell me we're not speaking of this. And Robert's like, oh, it's unspeakable to you. Is it what Rhaegar Targaryen did to your sister? That right, was okay. unspeakable. But like all of his rage stems from the fact that he loved Lyanna and yeah. Rhaegar took that away from him, basically. Right. I, I guess the reason I'm asking is because, like, the I'm taking myself back to the first time I watched sure. the show, and and it, I feel like it took a while for that to set in for me to be like, okay, okay, I get it. Obviously, like, it's a huge show, it's a huge world, yeah. and like you're having to remember and get involved in a lot of different things, so it's it's easy for like stuff that's kind of set in passing that's not the forefront of like the plot right at that moment to right. like kind of get brushed aside um so yeah like i i remember i can't you know i guess i can't remember the specific time that i was like oh but i i definitely know there was a point where like it clicked and i was like sure. okay i get i get all of the issues and it, it all kind of like makes sense now so there's 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 very little honestly like wasted dialogue in this show like it's all important not all obviously but so much of it is important your mother was old. yeah that's very important to like <laughs> season six episode seven remember your mother Everything was a whore important. no i'm kidding uh there's a lot of things said and while you're still getting a feel for like the world and the names and everything it can slip past you right uh, but especially on subsequent watches it's like oh that's why you know this is happening right. and that's why so um this is the second one of my schemes by the way this this is a scheme bobby b is scheming to kill danny and her child more or less you know so it's not right. so much a behind the scenes scheme uh but it is still a scheme um yes yeah, so that okay so let's talk about the um the various ned conversation sure uh so they talk about John Aaron, uh John Aaron and it kind of just confirms 
right? The, the suspicions of like Ned's mm-hmm. investigation so far. The circuit um, gave him the poison. Right, right, right. And um, so it's, I feel like it's a point of like validity for the watcher. Finally, you're like, okay. Okay, got it. We're making ground. Right. Like there's obviously like. Detective feel- Ned is getting somewhere. Right, 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 for sure. Um, and I mean, I think everybody likes a whodunit. This sure. entire fucking season is a whodunit. Yeah. Uh, True. And it's it, it just feels good to me to be making that type of progress. And also, again, at the same time, we're introducing this this various character as like, yo, this guy, this guy knows shit. Right. Um, and like this guy has the potential to be a big player. Uh, so big fan of that scene. Um, but he, it's also like cryptic in the sense that he says well john aaron was killed because he started asking questions right and i know you're asking questions right now Mm -hmm. so like this is not a good thing right i mean yeah even Um, even illyrio in their conversation later basically implies that maybe uh we should kill the new hand and uh you know varus is warning him about a lot of these things because Varys, you know, professes to be a man of honor and serve the realm. Right. And he basically tells Ned, like, hey, I know Robert's your friend, but uh, that dude's doomed. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. straight Definitely. up. Which, by the way, that that is on my list of schemes. Yes. The Varys-Ned conversation. Same, for sure. Varys, uh, a lot of scheming. Um, To follow up on that, the third... Obviously, Varys and Illyrio, uh, they are right. scheming in the dungeons, which uh, we yeah. get this Arya scene. Uh, love the fact that she's chasing cats, uh, <laughs> and she ends up in this freaking dungeon. Right. Uh, this is another one, too, dude, that, like, the first time watching, I didn't know that that was Illyrio. I didn't. I yeah, didn't it it's tough to. I don't think I caught on that the first time either. Um, you can. Yeah, I feel like you can tell by his voice if you're probably paying better attention than I was, but. But it's it's a cool scene because, you know, they're speaking very cryptically and it's clear that Arya doesn't fully understand what she's hearing, but she knows right. it is probably bad news for her father. Right. Uh, and she just like, honestly, like any scene with Arya, I usually just love like she, I, she's such a cool character. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. Um, and it's just it's so interesting that, you know, this is the first until like season five. <laughs> OK, fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is the first hint that we've gotten that there are indeed people in the Seven Kingdoms working to reestablish the Targaryen rule. And right. in Varys here, you know, like I said, it may not be explicitly stated, but it, you can pretty much, uh, you know, infer it from like Illyrio talking about, oh, Caldro goes right. not ready. You have to delay. And, you know, very. I, I don't like, know if this is if this is maybe too much of like an assumption, but this is just kind of like a character read on Varys. Again, for anybody who's just now following the show, this might be slight spoiler territory. But I, I think what I really like and appreciate about Varys is that, like, I don't think it's necessarily about it being a Targaryen. Like, he doesn't give a fuck that it's the Targaryen house. I think it's more so the fact that, like, he truly, in in his own words, he serves the realm, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he can see that the realm is kind of like tearing apart, fracturing, and, like, yeah. fracturing, without, and maybe it is the Targaryens because 
of the way that they ran things or it's just yeah. like whatever whatever it was now it's not working and he's like something else has got to sure. happen now even um, seasons from now it is tough to tell what exactly Varus's game is so i feel like especially this early yeah. on it's you mean like, like seven seasons from yeah now? <laughs> it's still just like Varus, what are you Fuck up to up, you know Varus is up to something that scheming little bastard Dude. But it's difficult to pin down what exactly he is up to. Um, let's uh, let's pivot to uh, heading heading on the eastern road. Cat uh, with a oh, solid right. scheme, where she basically yeah. just announces to the world uh, that they're headed to Winterfell, and then she pulls the old switcheroo, and they're actually going to the Vale. And I feel like Tyrion almost like gives her this kind of grudging little nod, like, okay, that was pretty good. They're gonna be out looking for me in the wrong place. Excellent. Awesome. Yep. Uh and then yeah. She's like she, he's like, you said we were going north. And she was like, Yeah, I did say that. I said it loud and I said it often. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Shit. All right. Fair enough. Uh yeah, we, we get the, the quick battle here. I don't have much to say about this other than uh this is our first big part where we get uh Braun, who yeah. of course we love. He is obviously very quickly established as a hell Braun's of a coming fighter. Off the bench here. Vaughn is coming off the bench and establishing him as he fucks. Uh big Braun time. Does fuck. Braun indeed fucks. He fucks up a couple of those mountain tribesmen. And uh, the the great line I have to call out here is when he tells Tyrion, he's like, is that your first? And Tyrion's like nods and he's like, you need a woman. Nothing like a woman after a fight. And Tyrion glances over at Catelyn and he goes, I'm willing if I'm she willing is. She is. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, fucking goddamn. The quips from Tyrion, even uh, in his capture and right after a battle, never fail. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know, Amanda brought up a, a good point um, <clears throat> when we were... So we actually watched episode four and episode five today. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, four? And, We've already done four. No, I know, I know. It's just she she had gotten... Oh, gotcha. She's been wanting to like watch with me, and so I rewatched four. Zach did a recap of an episode he hadn't seen in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I could probably do it. I'd probably pull like. it off, yeah. Yeah. Um... And she she made a comment, and now I can't unsee it, and I fucking hate it. What she's like everything. She's like it's it's incredible how good the costuming uh-huh. and the set pieces and everything in this for it to be season one with the budget it had comparatively to everything Later else seasons, it has. Yeah. Um, and she's like the one thing that just does not work is. Whether it's his natural hair or it's a fucking head, like a hair piece. Tyrion. Tyrion's hair yeah. is fucking ugly, gross, stupid looking. It's, it, it's awful. It gets better in later seasons, I think. They oh, just, yeah, it does. Because, I mean, he's described he's supposed to have very golden hair. And uh, right. uh, well, oh, his name just absolutely fled my mind. What is the actor's name? Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage, yes. Peter Dinklage does not have yellow hair blonde right. hair so yeah i don't know if it's a wig or coloring or whatever it's not real good they kind of just let him have it's his so natural ugly. brown hair later for like sure. just Tyrion as a whole like he looks bad in season one a little bit he's supposed to look bad i get yeah. it he's supposed to look like, much worse actually he's supposed uh, to look much worse yes you're right you brought up costuming and i i we already went through this scene but i have to jump back to 
Jamie goddamn Lannister can pull off that leather jerkin. I don't know what oh, you. Yeah, dude, so oh fucking Lord, hot. Dude, oh my go. god, it's a double breasted like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so he just looks so cool. I don't. Oh, yeah. I know I could not pull off whatever the fuck he's wearing there, but I want to like buy one anyway. I'm like, I, just, I fucking <laughs> I would, LARP. I would pay to see you in that. I will LARP all day long if I get to wear that badass leather. I don't even know what you would call it, but he looks so cool. God, he's just cool. A double-breasted jacket, dude. No, nah, it's like more than a jacket. It's like it's got like the. It's not a tassels. It's like the tie. It's so cool. I don't know what it is, but it's it's rad as shit. <laughs> okay. Hey, speaking of costuming, this might be cool for for newer Game of Thrones fans. Did you guys? Uh, this is a this is a fact. Um, <laughs> Zach fact. Yeah. Zach. No, we're not that. that <laughs> we're not doing that again. That needs to die. Yeah, that needs to die. This is just something that like I've just had kind of in the dome, and it's about costuming. Uh, the I, and I'm sure you know this. The like. Uh, fur coats and stuff like that that they wear in the north. Um, like the the really big. Uh, yeah, I, like yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fur shit that they're wearing up there. Uh, they are IKEA rugs. <laughs> That's amazing. I yeah, did not that know incredible? that actually. That's <laughs> really good. That? No, it's so funny. Yeah, dude, that is very they're, funny. Like, to to actually have like all of them made was very expensive, and uh. So they literally they just, just bought, bought like Ikea an ass ton of Ikea rugs. And uh, yeah. That's very, Cut very good. Uh, and it looks good. It dude. looks good. They I mean, those those great, furs man. look great. Yeah. Like I said, aside from maybe Tyrion, I do love the costuming in yeah. this first season. Um, real quick, also shout out. I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Arya. But at the end of her scene, when she goes up to those two, it's actually a big episode oh, right. for random guardsmen in this episode. Uh, the dude is so proud of his fuck the queen joke. Dude, like, yeah. when he says, he's like, I want to fuck the queen for all the good it does me, he looks to his buddy and just, like, you can tell he is he's so like, proud of that joke. Come on, that like, like good, come on, right? come on. That was good, That was right? pretty good. I just, I took a note of that and I thought it was so funny. Uh, also, the... <laughs> The Lannister dude looked so proud of himself. The guy that stabbed Ned through the back of the day. He's like, ah. And, and then like, Jamie just comes up and beats the shit out of him. Beats the shit, yeah. Yeah, a big, big app for random guardsmen being proud of themselves. So. Um, now, let's see here. So I did have a very quick note on the verbal jousting that Varys and Littlefinger mm. did. That was tense. Um. I will say that the first time I watched the show, uh, I did kind of struggle to keep up with it. Yeah. Like, like what it all meant. Um, but upon many rewatches, it's just so good every time. They're kind of scheming Dang. about who's the better schemer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, again, as you mentioned in the recap, they are measuring dicks. Yeah. Big time. Uh, scheming dicks, yes, I guess. Yes, for sure. Anyway, okay, so look, here's a big conversation. Robert and Cersei. Yes. Um, that is heavy. It's... It's so good. It's so fucking good. This scene is one of the ones here. I have a, I have a Scott fact for you. This okay. was, if I'm not mistaken, one of the scenes they added uh, basically at the end of filming. They There was a big thing in the first season where they got to the end of the first season and they realized they were like way short on 
Like they didn't have enough content basically to fill the oh, 10 okay. episodes. Uh, because this scene is not in the books at all. So I think this was one of the scenes they kind of almost added as a, not, not just a filler. I don't want to say that because that sounds like derogatory, like mean, but they added it to help fill time. And also I feel like it gives really good context to yeah. Cersei and Robert's so characters. Needed, yes. That we wouldn't have got otherwise. Yeah. And I mentioned earlier, you know, like Mark Addy fucking running the gambit in this episode. And this is the his big finale where he went from like hilarious to furious and angry. And how the poor dude is just like sad and depressed. Uh, I love the line when Cersei comes in and she says, I'm sorry, your marriage to Ned Stark didn't work out. You two seem so good together. And he just go in just like the saddest fucking voice I've ever heard in my life. He goes, I'm happy, or I'm glad I could do so finally do something to make you happy. And Dude. it's just, this scene is so good. Oh you my know God. What's, what's really interesting too is like, it's, I feel like it's the only time we actually ever see uh, Cersei on screen where it doesn't seem like she is trying to be manipulative. Like has or, an agenda. Yeah, yeah, which it's it's a it's a I don't want to say vulnerable, but maybe just a little bit more human interaction. More honest, probably too. Like yeah, she's still yeah, very um, guarded, but it is a little more honest and real than we usually right, see from right. her. Right. Um, it's good. It's, it's so it's very fucking good. good. It, it it gives some substance to Cersei, which is interesting because it's not even in the book. Like I understand it might not be needed, but for like for on screen right. i think i think it's needed i think a lot of that you know it it gives you a lot of background information that you may have gotten like elsewhere in the book not necessarily in a scene like this right but i think the scene works so well uh you know we called her out maybe a couple episodes ago but lena hetty is so good in this scene too like their back and forth is just absolutely fantastic she has the i think my favorite line of the whole scene is when Robert says something to the effect of like seven kingdoms, blah, blah, what holds it all together? And she just quips our marriage. And he and like, Robert actually laugh, like dude. genuinely laughs. And it's like, it's so sad, but it's so good. And so funny. Yeah. Um, also, I, there's a lot of good lines in the scene. There, there's, there's one specific that is, is almost like, it's just such a blatant, like acknowledgement of like, whether whether King Robert knew it then as the viewer in hindsight, it registers as like this is the mark of like the end of this. Right. Because <clears throat> there's this one line where uh he said he says something like you get tired or something to that extent mm -hmm. and she's like yeah every day. Every day, right. And he, and he's like how, basically how do you do it or like how do you make it through it and she's like 17 years is a long yeah. time. Yeah, they're, they're talking it's about... It's almost like a very final, like... Yes. Like, yeah, this is this is about... I think, I think he asked specifically, how long can hate hold something together? Yes, exactly. And she says, well, 17 years is a pretty long time. And you're, you're absolutely right. It, it does feel so almost... There's cool. almost like a finality to it. Uh, yeah. I think we can both be in agreement, Zach, that this one needs to be... Uh, yes. 
added this to is, the this list. This is my first nomination. This, yeah, this would be the Zach's first throwing it on the list there. I, I figured it would be. Hey, if you're if you're actually, ty- I'm sure you are typing these up. Yeah, I've got a list going. Keeping them somewhere. Put like our initials on it okay. so we see who nominates. Sure. Um, one more good line from, well, maybe I may think of another one here shortly, but uh, <laughs> when he tells her, when they're talking about like the, whether the Dothraki are going to cross and this and that and the other thing. He tells he tells her it's a neat little trick you do. You move your lips and your father's words come out, and just knowing the ever elusive father yes, of Cersei and Jamie Lannister. Knowing what we know, obviously, as big fans of the show and having seen everything, any mention of Tywin before we get to meet him is great. But yes. it's just like another little tease. We've gotten several, and we've usually called them out about. Tywin Lannister, this this Tywin Lannister figure, and I cannot wait for him to be introduced soon. Soon, soon my friend. Yes. Uh, God, that's a good scene. Yeah. That I very just thought of the scene. end too when she, she's like she's very was vulnerable. There ever a chance for us. Yep. When she's like, I oh. did care about you truly for a time, and then she's like, Was there ever a chance for us? And he just looks so ragged and worn and broken broken and he just goes no no never never oof and then like yeah and then when she asks him about liana and this and that and he asks her does that make you feel better or worse and she just goes takes a sip of wine and she's like doesn't make me feel feel anything oh my god those two God damn, I wish this may be putting a little bit of the cart before the horse, but I wish we could have gotten more scenes like that between those two. Oh what? my what god. What is that supposed to be? I don't know. I don't know. You didn't say anything about there's an air of finality to this uh yeah. <laughs> some of those lines. Yeah. Um shit. Okay. What else? Last couple last couple things here that I had mm-hmm. uh before we kind of move into our last section. Uh Lisa Aaron. Oh my god. Fuck her, dude. She sucks ass so hard. She does. Hard. And fucking her fucking psychopath. Kiddo, dude, yeah, her her kiddo also sucks ass and tits I so hard. I want to make the bad man fly. <laughs> dude, fuck that kid. He sucks. Um, yeah, they fucking blow um Okay, so I had one thing I wanted to talk shit about and it's something I talked shit about last episode. Oh boy. Uh, I hate Littlefinger. Like, I hate his performance. Are you going to talk about the scene between, like, him and Varys, or? No. I thought no, you no, liked no. that well, scene. I mean, okay, everything that Littlefinger says <laughs> he... is a fucking, like, like this dude is trying to have a quip list, like, <laughs> as long as a fucking Walgreens receipt. He wants this massive list of just, like, sick one-liners, and they fucking... They don't deliver all. Okay, I will give you that some of his line deliveries are extremely odd. No, I'm not going to say awful. He makes some odd choices, but there's something about it that I just love because it's like, it's almost like he's on a different show than everyone else sometimes. <laughs> he's just playing the fucking he's, Peter he's Bailey show. He's playing a completely different show and tone than some of the others. I actually noticed it specifically in the Varys Littlefinger scene okay. where he's talking and he's like, 
what would I do if I was stuck between loyalty to the realm and loyalty to a friend? And it's like some of his line deliveries are very odd, but I, I kind of love it. Him. I kind of am super into okay. it. So like, okay, so that's one thing. But even that was in context. Like, sure. It had to do with the conversation that him and Varys were having. The one specifically that I was like, dude, fuck this guy. The whores thing? The what? The like whores are better investments than ships? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So that is just like meeting with this whore. And he walks out and and Varys is just like, I mean, I'm sorry. Baelish is just like. Brothels make better yeah. investments than ships. He's just Whores having his sink. He's just having his TED talk about investments. Dude, he's like, welcome. Shut up. Get me to buy NFTs, bro. <laughs> Ned walks into his like TED NFT talk about. Let me tell you about my investments. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's so it's so Don't ridiculous, invest in dude. ships. That's a fool, Darren. Dude, oh my uh, god i love yeah, it's, it it's awful it's so funny uh quick thing i wanted to call out <laughs> cool little scene with bran and lewin it's on the blockchain man it's on the blockchain. Oh, I'm, I'm putting whores on the blockchain <laughs> uh, <laughs> lewin and bran uh just hearing mm. like house oh, words yes. and like sigils and where they're at it's just cool stuff cool world building um quick shout out the Baratheons definitely have the coolest house words. Ours is the Fury. No. Ours is the Fury. Ours is the Fury. Super badass. I love the Baratheon. Unbound and Bent and Broken is fucking sick, though. It's pretty dude. good. Also, I love Hear Me Roar for the Lannisters, which we didn't actually get to hear. That's, because kind, of, that's kind of the lamest one. No. I know. Um, I think it's the lamest one. Whatever. Shut the fuck up. I also want to shout out, side note to the Baratheons, some of their, like, uh, dudes, like the Baratheons through history have had the coolest fucking, like, epithets and names. Like, there was a dude once known as the Laughing Storm, and that is rad as fuck. That is so Uh, But the thing I really wanted to call out here was the (laughs) good burn my dude Lewin had, where, you know, Bran is giving his thing about the Greyjoys, yeah. And Theon turns around, thinks he's all cool. He's (laughs) like, known for their skills in archery, ships, and lovemaking, or whatever like that. And Lewin just goes... And failed rebellion. <laughs> and failed rebellion, dude. It's so. I was just funny, like, bro. "Good burn, Lewin. That was great." Is that? Is it also? Is it also this episode where uh, he's like, "We were outnumbered ten to one," yeah. and then they're like, "A stupid rebellion." Then no, he, that was what? Tyrion when he was talking with Tyrion at the at the gate. That was, okay, that so was an I, I'm, or two I'm confusing ago. it with episode four because yeah. I watched that with Amanda today yeah, also. Sure. You mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to touch on? Uh, no, I think that's everything uh, of interest on the episode. It's, oh, actually, yes, one thing. Uh, I'm going to still make you say something nice about Daenerys. Oh, my God. <laughs> even though she's not in the episode. Yeah, wait, is she even in the episode? <laughs> That's what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Just say something not about Daenerys. Uh, she Daenerys good on her for being per per aunt. I guess she's pregnant. She's that's pregnant. The one good thing. That's the one good thing. Okay, uh, you're. I won't. Even, I don't even know if I want to make you do the cat one because that's easy. 
She had a I good mean, ruse. Schemed. Yeah, she's she schemed. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, I, my final counter for schemes was seven. By the way, uh, mine was six. Okay, mine was. Six. We didn't call out the Loris and Renly scheme. They're scheming. Um, I, have that. I think we hit the rest of... Oh, Littlefinger, ba- this is a scheme to kind of get Ned to stay in King's Landing. Uh, I think that was my other one that we didn't call out. Oh, then I must have something you don't. What's that? So my six are Varys telling Ned that the King's in danger. Uh-huh. Varys with Illyrio. Yep. Varys, Littlefinger, uh, like their verbal yeah. joust yeah, 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 yeah. thing. Small council meeting about Danny. Yep. Loras telling Renly he should be king yep. and Kat taking Tyrion to the Vale are my six. But you know, well, but I have seven. I feel like there was one at the beginning of the episode that you said you had and I didn't. The reverse psychology scheme that Ned has? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then... I don't know what's happening. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there are six, possibly seven schemes in this episode. <laughs> professionals. Let's, yes, we're professionals here. Uh, let's go to our other very professional list here. Who be thrown in? Who be thrown in? Where he last left off. Uh, I, it's gonna be so much funnier if we actually do have theme music for that, and you're just we're just doing our own theme music <laughs> doing over, that over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the existing <laughs> music. Uh, that would be so good. Uh, where we last left off, our left off, our boy Bobby B. Uh, I'm just getting. Let's just let's just go ahead and say he's staying at number one this episode. Yeah, he, yeah. He had a legend. Yeah. I almost want to just pull him off and put Mark Addy specifically there, but you know technicalities. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bobby B was number one. Ned Stark was number two. Okay, the two. I think. So, look, here. Well, let me get through the list. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Bobby B. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Some people are listening to this audio, Zach. Uh, Robert one, Ned two, Cersei three, Jon Snow four, and Daenerys Targaryen was five. Zach, I believe you had something you wanted to say. <laughs> Did you so want to? You have the floor, buddy. It is open to you now. Uh, John and Daenerys need to come yeah, off. Yeah, the yeah, list definitely not in the episode. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Sorry, John. And I think I think this is easy. The people that replace them are both Littlefinger and Varys. I think. <sighs> okay. You could argue Jamie as well, though, because of his fight with Ned. I was gonna argue Jamie. I was also. I don't know if he's quite there yet. I also think that Ned needs to drop down a couple pegs. I agree with. I was almost gonna say Ned comes off. Because Ned, where we leave Ned, he is not in good shape. He is no longer Hand of the King, in theory. He has resigned. He just got into basically open battle with the Lannisters, and he got a damn spear through the back of his knee. I think Ned comes off. I think that's a pretty fair argument there, buddy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ned comes off. I want to... Let's Let me pop in... Uh, Where are you, Varys? Do I not have you on here? I don't. Hey, this is a good time for me to tell you guys. <laughs> okay, I have a little Why finger. is this the common thing uh, here, buddy? Don't worry about it. I'll get this fixed. All right, all right. Do you In think? all seriousness, this is a great time for me to tell you guys. Uh, if you are new here on the YouTube 
or on whatever podcast app you're listening on. We have a Twitter and we have an Instagram. You can find us at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, we would love for you guys to come hang out with us there. Keep up to date with all the fun happenings about the We Don't Want a Podcast. And we also have a Discord, which the link will be in the description below or in the podcast description as well. Come hang out, come join the community, uh, interact with a bunch of you. Um, I think we decided on wannabes. I think. Hashtag wannabes. TBD. Yeah, TBD. <laughs> um, anyway, it's going to be a fun time. And consider subscribing if you guys are new. We would love uh, to build more of a community here with all of you guys. So stick around, hit the follow button. Oh, I you're wanted to float on the list? this I don't guy. Think, I don't think he is actually going to be on the list. You might be right. He. Oh, that was the end of our self promo. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Zach. <laughs> he kicks ass in the fight. And then he does have the really good line about uh, give me 10 good, oh. good good men with some climbing spikes and I'll impregnate the bitch. Yeah, we didn't, uh, even, we didn't even call we that out. We didn't call that out. Um, I don't know if he's quite there. He will make this list at some point, rest assured. Oh, yeah. I think he has a case here. Cersei stays? Oh, yeah, Cersei stays. Okay, just for that scene, I, basically. Yeah. Does she jump up to two? I feel like I might put... I might put Varys at two. Yeah. Oh, shit, this is tough. I feel... You could make a case about the Hound because he I was just about to say I mountain. could make a case for the Hound, too. He, he basically that's wins his, that's the his tournament. Only scene. That's yeah. his only scene in the episode. I, I like the Hound. We Honorable mention He'll to the Hound. He'll also be on this honorable mention to the hound he's he is considered but i don't think he makes it over these six we have here um okay i feel like Varys goes above Littlefinger because Varys obviously has very big plans and wide plans he's got a lot of like irons in the Lyria. fire yeah, yeah, yeah and i th think you think Varys over cersei i don't know i could be talked into either <laughs> I kind of feel like Cersei, man. I mean, like I, she, I agree. She's scheming as hard as Varys is, and and that she's scene was also in a higher position hell. of power. Yes, and that scene was incredible. Yeah. Okay. And also, yeah, just better performances all around. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Um, Varys next, then, and then Littlefinger. I think so. Yes. So that leaves Braun and Jamie fighting for the last yeah, spot. Yeah, it's, it's Jamie. Oh, you're probably Jamie, right, but oh, yeah, boy. it's it's not a contest right now. Okay, unfortunately, I I will concede. I I am with you, Jamie. Man, that scene at the end is so good. I I agree. Jamie has to make the list, and I think these others are good candidates as well. Okay, that. That came together pretty quickly. Okay. That, hey, this is the first time you've ever done this without dragging our background. You know what? I, I'm so proud of you, You buddy. can shut the hell up. I think <laughs> you were looking down or something or looking away when you were doing your little spiel when giant brawn covered the entire screen. <laughs> so 
<laughs> you did miss that. I'm pretty sure. The production quality of this show is through the roof. Through the roof. It couldn't be yeah. couldn't be higher. Yeah, uh, we have the same budget as uh, Game of Thrones, so yeah, oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, is that our list then? I think that's it. I this was actually honestly a little easier than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was still tough, but yeah. I, I, Braun is a tough cut for me, but I, I will concede. So that is who be thrown in this week. Uh, Bobby Baratheon continues his reign both on the Iron Throne and number one in our hearts. Uh, Queen Cersei jumped up a spot to spot two. She's been on the list probably second most this season, I'm guessing. Yeah. We'll I have to. I'm, I'm keeping. Maybe Ned. I'm keeping a spreadsheet of placements. We'll we'll get some stats out there at some point. Uh, Varys. Yeah, you, no, you're not. No, he's shut, not. Guys. Shut the he's fuck gonna up. he's gonna make that later. But... <laughs> fuck off. Uh, Varys, first time on the list. Big schemer this episode. The, the spreadsheet is just screen caps of this you, of our actual not, episode. It's not. I swear, it is not finished. I am only a couple episodes into it, but I, I don't do. Ha- oh my god, do I have to share? No, that I production. I was about to share my screen on this, but that you would have you'd ruin everything. Our would fall apart. Everything would fall <laughs> apart. Uh, Varys jumps up to three. Peter Baelish, aka Littlefinger, at four, and Jamie Lannister. I feel like if he was able to finish his duel with Ned, he would be higher, but he did not. Yeah. So yeah. Um. You know. Ooh. Hold on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Do we have a late edition? This is unprecedented, Zach. <laughs> Do you think that there could be a case for Tyrion? There's a case. I don't think it's there yet. Yeah, I actually, I think I just convinced my... I do think... That, yeah, I think you're right. There's a case. I don't think that he can knock I think uh, Jamie off. Pri- get, not to put the cart before the horse. I think Tyrion will probably be on the like, list next week. Uh, if I remember my episodes correctly, but... Right. If you call correctly. If I recall correctly, um, <laughs> man, is there anyone else we forgot about? Uh, no, I think I think Arya that's has a solid episode, but I don't think enough to get her on the list here. Right. Um, something fantastic about this episode we haven't mentioned uh, mentioned is that <laughs> mentioned uh, we don't have any Daenerys in this episode. That is a pretty fantastic thing, and yet you it's, still... it's almost like it's almost like Book Four of Harry Potter with no Quidditch. Right, exactly, exactly <laughs> like that, and yet you still made me say something nice about her. You, absolute... I mean, you can just take the easy way out and say that she's hot. Oh, you know who needs to go on this list is Jory. Jory had a big episode. <laughs> okay, hold on. Real quick. Can we address the fact that Ned asked Jory who his best two swords are? Yeah. And those guys get murked immediately. Literally just take a spear in the chest, bro. Even faster than Jory, who, to his credit, killed like two Lannister soldiers before Jamie Lannister. And then he tried to step to Jamie. He stepped to Jamie, and Jamie was fool. like, You thought. You fucking thought. Yeah. You gonna learn today. Yeah. I thought I had. Oh, I did. <laughs> you should just get a picture of an eyeball. I re- Oh, my God. I really thought I had a quip somewhere in my notes about how at least Jory got to see something nice before he couldn't see anything ever again. Because he's like looking at that. <laughs> that that's that's real corny. <laughs> I know. It was, I, I, I mean, to... I kind of love it, but it's real. Because corny. The, the, the chick is like he's watching the chick show show him her her 
her lovely breasts in the brothel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, I thought you were saying that he sees <sighs> Jamie's pretty ass face. Oh, that too, uh, big time. <laughs> he sees that sick leather. I mean, coat. quite literally, before he's never gonna see anything. Ever literally, again. literally, the knife goes through his eyeball. Uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, big shouts to Jory. Just misses the list. <laughs> Let me go look for a picture of Jory. Nope, not doing that. That is Hoobie Thronin. That was the most nonsensical Hoobie Thronin ever, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was fun. That was, that was fun. fun. This was a great episode. This episode's good. Um, it's good. Yeah, a lot happening, and and I feel like it's only it's only the beginning. It's the first of many episodes where it is like, Man, shit is in motion. Cause this, yeah. I mean, the wheel's been turning for a little while, but is somebody finally like this episode finally pushed the wheel over the hill, yeah. and it is just gonna start picking up speed. You know, we we joked about it; it was a theme throughout the episode. But man, the schemes are off the chart in this episode. And not yeah. only that, but there's we end it with a big action scene as well. A uh, big action scene, you know, with Braun and Tyrion and Cat as well. It's stuff. Stuff is happening. We are, I believe. This is kind of the point where we are starting to accelerate towards like the finale, you know. So yeah, of season definitely. One. So well, that is going to do it for us. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us and joining our discussion on episode five, "The Wolf and the Lion" of Game of Thrones. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod to stay up to date with all the happenings of the We Don't Want a Podcast and uh we just appreciate the hell out of you guys thank you guys for listening hell yeah um, it means a lot so we'll catch you guys next time bye bye sorry we're late jeff <laughs> we're leaving that in right <laughs> A little surprise for Jeffy Boy. All right, bye.